Here we are, episode 35 of NTS, Nobody Talks Shaduchim Podcast. Today is a cordial conversation with the experienced daters. It's Rosie, it's me, and it's just going to be us talking about our experiences as older, more mature daters, discussing what it's like to be an older dater today, quote unquote, even though I say we are like younger, older daters, because we're not that old, you know, there is a number for things. And that's what we're going we're to talk about that. We're going to talk about what age are you an old dater? What's it like? What are some things you should avoid? You know, what are some proper steps you should take? Uh, and like just how to handle this. So we're going to get to the episode. I'm looking forward to Rosie discussing and we're going to be back right after this message. Hey guys, it's IJ from the Nobody Talks Shidduchim podcast. I want to take a moment to tell you about this awesome new dating site that I even signed Avery up for. Uh, finding a Shidduchim match, it's very tough. Where do you go? Where do you find them? Fortunately, there's an all new website for chesed-minded individuals that are looking to find their zivug. It's called Match Made in Hask. It's free, it's easy to use, it has a private database, and it's run by leading shadchanim from all different backgrounds. It's created for Am Yisrael. So visit matchmadeinhas.com to join. That's matchmadeinhas.com to join. Sign up today. Hey, this is Yona from the Nobody Talks Shaduchim podcast. Did you like our new jingle? Well, thank you. I wrote and sang it, but my vision would never have been realized without my talented buddy, Hillel Kapnick. At Uptop Recording Studios in Muncie, Hillel takes your musical dreams and transforms them into reality. I can personally attest to his talent and general awesomeness. Hillel is available for song production, musical arrangements, vocal recording, mixing, mastering, and more. He's also a DJ and a one-man band, so no matter what your musical needs are, Hillel is your man. For more information, check out his website at hillelcaps.com. That's H-I-L-L-E-L-K-A-P-S dot com. And follow him on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, episode 35, here we are. It, it's, it was just like yesterday. We, it was like yesterday, like we recorded episode 34. It's just Rosie and I today, as stated in the intro. Um, how do you know when you're old? I think that's the uh, the question here in Shaduchim. How do you know when you're old? Rosie and I being more experienced daters. Or maybe not when you're old. It's when people categorize you as old. Yeah. When okay. have you officially reached an older Great point, by single? the way. Okay, I love that point. Yeah. <laughs> how do you, right, reach becoming an older single. Yeah. You know, the privilege of being called that. The privilege of being called that. <laughs> There's no privilege in that, by the way. Uh, yeah, lucky, you know. Oh, no, no, no. Because when you say, but I'm an older single person, people back away with you a little bit. They're like, oh, okay, I'm so sorry. Yes, yeah. Sometimes so there, there sometimes they don't know your age. Right. They're like, oh, oh, really? I didn't realize you were, you were uh, <laughs> 27. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, what's like? What's the big deal? It's crazy, right? Like, yeah. because as I get older and I and I networking with an older crowd, because that's how I that's how I split up the Jewish community in my mind. There's married people, and then they're not married people. So whether I'm thirty or I'm twenty, thirty twenty, I'm single. This guy, this kid is twenty and he's single. We're kind of in the same boat, right? Because I could have a married friend and he could have a married friend. And they have more in common because they're married and we're not, and I'm not. 
uh, and that obviously like that starts to affect me and that starts to affect singles out there because you're like your friendship circles, your, your neighborhood, your community is kind of like getting a lot smaller because you're not able for reasonable reasons, reasonable reasons. Sometimes not so reasonable. Right. You're not re- reasonable reasons. You're not able to just connect with a married friend like that, you know? That that makes sense. Yeah, and also sometimes I look at myself and I don't I don't think I'm an older single because I don't feel older because to me and I don't think it's just me because I've had this conversation with other people. I feel like I just graduated <laughs> college, <laughs> seminary, high school, whatever it is. All, we, all five. Yeah, all five. Yeah, we're very educated here. Uh, we didn't have that like life altering moment where I got married and I had a baby. Mm. Now we're just in that like waiting phase of yeah, waiting. I just finished whatever schooling that i did and now i'm waiting to get to my next point of life which usually in the jewish world means marriage so you don't feel that old quote-unquote older single status yet we qualify for older single status <laughs> we we literally do we we, we, we qualify like and it doesn't even get us coupons or anything I know we're like senior citizens. It should totally get us something, you know, like some kind of coupon off. Obviously, see all those, you know, those campaigns in the Heimish community. Let's try to get older singles married. You know, sign up today, get get half your money off. Were they special older singles? Sign up today. Cupid is slicing prices, and all singles must go. Yes, Reverend. So I do see that. Uh, I think there. I think there's some anecdotal kinds of scenarios that you start feeling you're the older single and let's start with some where some of your best friends are getting engaged some of your family members are getting engaged and all of a sudden age is a factor in that i think there's some good aspect to this also because this is forcing us to to want like to want to get married and continue and do all those things you know it's like one of my rebellion used to say used to have a neighbor Way back, in, way back in the old days in Brooklyn, and he asked of a neighbor, you know, let's call him Marty, and his name was Morty, and Marty, well, Marty's actually like, let's call him like Tony, Tony, Tony would be like, oh, you, Morty, with all the kids, I mean, because he had a lot of children, I don't get it, you know, you could be living such a wonderful life, and wealthy, and eh. and you know, kind of fast forward 50 years, <laughs> when Morty's sitting there with his grandchildren, and He's having a, a one gavaldika time, gavaldika time with his mishpacha. Tony's like, you know, if I did what you did, I'd be happy. <laughs> it's so true. So, uh, what, what's the point of that? That point, that being, is that I think there there are inherent benefits of trying to get to this married stage in life, but you know, managing it while managing it is tough. So let's kind of take it, you know, maybe scenario by scenario here. Um, but before we do that, as yeah. president and co-president yes. of the Older Single Club, yes, yes, what age do we quantify your now an older single? Oh, okay, good question. What age do we quantify? Yes, so I think with a guy, it's going to be 28. 28 is the age. Okay. And with a girl, it's going to be 25. I think 26. I think 25, you're still at that cups of like... Eh, you're fine. Mm, interesting, interesting. Well, that's from the girl's perspective, but honestly, I, I I remember, you know, like if you're a guy starting out 19, 20, 21, 22, girls feeling it at that age. Girls feeling Could it. Could we start at 18? Because you started a little younger, yeah. So, okay, 25, 26 is pretty fair. I think for a guy, 28 is also, 28 is pretty fair. Like, this is this is the age. This is what it is. Um, 
I actually think for a guy to be younger as well. I, I think that... Mm, in, really? Yeah. Because at this point, we're just old. And oh, I, I but think but there's, 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 that, there's that allowance uh, allowance and societal expectations because the guy has to go to co- you know college and, and, and graduate school and all those things. And I think we're stuck in that mindset. Yeah, usually Because now, I, like... Girls are also girls are also going to graduate school. They're also going. They're advancing their degrees. They're 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 working in 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 very interesting fields or conventional fields. So they are allowing that also. But still, there's you know it's kind of like in the realm of shidduchim and talking to shadchanim. It's like, oh well, you know it's okay that she has her life figured out and she's twenty five. Like, oh okay, good. That's a sell there. You know, okay, I didn't realize that. But you know, if he doesn't have his life kind of figured out by a certain age. Uh well well they have to they just have to because if they don't it's a, it's a little bit pulled back but the guy also kind of gets that allowance like he has to finish a few more years of school for whatever the reason may be right law school dental school doctor school doctors um, are just dropping honestly <laughs> I I tell you I, I have so many friends MDs and like they went they went dental it's just easier usually I agree with you but I think when it comes to age at twenty eight twenty nine no matter female or male it's like no they're they're older. And that we need to figure out why they're not married. I, I think we yeah we both have yeah. that cut of time. No matter um, if we're career oriented or we're not, it's it, you reach an age where it's like I don't care that he's still in school. Like you need to get married. You are officially old. <laughs> I cannot agree more. Right? Because even if you like, let's say, go back to school later, it doesn't life, make a difference. It's like why are you going back? Like, why are you oh, not okay, getting yeah. married? Why are you not getting married? Right? Yeah. What do you, what now are you kind of throwing in your exactly. way? Exactly. Right? Do you really need a third major? No, you need to get married. <laughs> I have like five majors. No, that's a really good, that's really good, right, very much on right on point, you know, someone might want to, I mean, that, that that's just, a, that's just the funny part of it, you know, guy might want to make a career change, guy might want to go back to school, uh, you know, hide out in school, I have a lot of friends who hide out in school, they want to, they want to go back to yeshiva, I have friends who just like 27, 28, did it, they were working in big four accounting, they worked if, like three years, you're burnt out and done, okay, you're done at Pricewaterhouse, Deloitte, all these places. And they went back to Yeshiva. And the parents like, oh my God, what, what now? What now? You, you know, what, what, what are you trying to finagle with now? Mm, yeah, I know. I agree with that. Cause like as a girl looking at that, it's a little bit of a double standard in some ways, but I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I mean, he could always go right back to it, but he's trying to, trying to get married. It's not easy. It's not, it's not easy know? for us either. I'm not going back to high school. Oh, well, look, I'm, def- I'm here defending the guys. You're here defending the women, you know? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. United Front, we shall and, stand. And why should we have that age stamped onto us where this guy did everything right, went to the right yeshiva, went to the right seminary, came back, learned during the day, or went to school, finished up degrees, started working, did everything right. And now all of a sudden he's 30. And he's like, you know what? I want to just... I'm financially secure. Uh, things are a little bit more calm for me. And I'm like, what am I living for now? I, I you know, I want to just, I want to, those years, all my friends got that. All my friends got to feel young, chill. I want to go back and do it. Um, I don't know. Why not? I think it was a little bit of a, <laughs> it's a little bit of a sidestep, but I'm just kind of pointing out that there are these expectations with age, like where you need to be. But now, like, where are you all of a sudden in your 30s? It's different. Do girls, where are girls, you say, in, in starting in their 30s being older daters, um, whether you know Rosie, 
Um, like, where are they in the world? What are they up to? What are they doing? What are single, you know, what are the single women doing at, at, a, at a certain point? So most of us are working. Um, all day? All day. And then when we're not working, we're pretending to be working so that we can keep busy with something. And um, for the women with a more professional career, I feel like it's easier because we're busy and then we can pretend we're busy with the things and do things at night. I actually feel really bad for the ones who are, let's say, in who are teachers and mowers and stuff like that. They only, let's say, have a half a day of working. Like, then what? What else are you busy with? We can't really immerse ourselves back, go back to yeshiva because that's not something that's available to us. So, okay, you're going to get another master's degree. And then what? How many can you get? What else is there to do? You get a cat. Okay. <laughs> I know what, you know, I, I, uh, it is a big strain. It's a big strain. I think it's a big reason why a lot of girls kind of end up deviating a little bit from, from, from the derech, not off the derech, but deviating from the derech. Changing their ways. Because it, it gets tough. It you know, I think a guy, it's, it's, uh, you can't, you could just work longer as a guy. It's just, you know, but even still, even coming back, even coming home six, seven, eight o'clock at night, even going to yeshiva, you still have some free time. You're still might, you may be off on the weekend. You're, you're, you're not doing so too many things. Uh, you're still feeling the oldness, you know, calling up your married friends like, yo, let's go big tonight. It's like, yeah. And they're like baby crying in the background like, oh yeah i gotta go the baby yeah the baby's there or uh yeah dude we could go big okay like like seven o'clock uh gotta be in bed by yeah, 11 yeah seven so. o'clock at the bar seven o'clock putting the kids to sleep Seven i'll be by the bar eight o'clock back uh gotta put uh you gotta say hugs and kisses to the wife and then night's over yeah <laughs> is that how it works <laughs> yeah you gotta figure out a way to keep yourself busy that doesn't look or act like a chore of keeping yourself busy. Because sometimes we take things upon ourselves because we're bored or we have time. Mm -hmm. And then it turns into, I hate this. Why am I doing it? Which turns into, help me, I'm depressed because I'm an older single. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. And what are, what are like, so some singles end up doing like a lot of chesed yeah, projects, right? We just chesed. mentioned last episode. It also looks good on our resume. It looks good. It looks so good. Okay, been there, done that. I mean, it helps the resume, but like it just it just doesn't really in my case. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you know, they, they kind of get involved in these in these chesed projects, which is good. What do you mean a chesed project? Because I'm like, chesed project. Like, Get involved in a, in, a, in, a, in a community, in a family. You know, what does that mean? It's this organization, that organization, you're supporting Israel, you're supporting children with special needs, you're supporting politics, you're supporting Avery followers, whatever you're following, whatever, you, whatever you're supporting, okay? You're, you know, you kind of get invested in something. But then here's and a then big, you're too busy to date, so then and, you don't want to date. Uh, right, wait, so that's a big thing also. But here's, 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 the one, here's a point I wanted to point out on that is like, then all of a sudden, you get branded as, oh, you're that person. Oh, you're that guy. You're that guy. You're that girl. Right. Right. I hear that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. they're doing, uh, you know, oh, that's special educational. Oh, oh, they're that kind of person. Come on. Can we stop putting people? Can we stop? Putting it was like the only point? organization that took me. That took me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How, like, like, how do you how do you get around that? Um. Just don't just welcome to the resume. Jewish world, I guess. Yeah, it's, oh you God. just get stamped with anything you do. You get You're stamped. That person. I know. There's no getting out of that box. But being older and single. Being older and single. Well, you kind of fall into this community. Uh, elite group of people. I, I mean this with my whole heart. You fall into an elite group of people who are suffering from 
one of the worst non-health related things is like being single and shaduchim and getting mental older. health, by the way. And it affects the mental health. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Not in physical health aspect, but like a mental health aspect. It, it, it gets to you. You're in this elite group. People like to go away. People like to do things. You know, I know I joined this WhatsApp group, you know, at some point during Corona. And uh, we ended up going on this trip to the Hamptons. I had a, had a fuck, like looking forward to these guys to going out. Got the beer, got the kiddish club, ready to party. And I'm like ready to follow up because, you know, they started opening up the sports games. I'm like so down to just let loose. And all of a sudden, like we're in the car our, and and it, we were by the shop, you know, by like the Shabbos table. Both scenarios, Shidduchim, all they could talk about is Shidduchim. I'm like, first of all, guys, go listen to the podcast. <laughs> Uh, you know, wait, shameless plug. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah, shameless. Uh, there's nowhere to go to escape this. I feel as an older single, there's nowhere to escape the shidduch conversation. Yeah, but then again, when you're married, what do you talk about? Your finances and your kids. So it's just something that everybody does. You yeah, always... But you have a partner. You know, well, that's different because you have a partner. You have a, a, a lifetime spouse. You know. So you still talk about the same exact things. You're never going to escape your reality. And you need to just realize that and move on. My thing about these elite group that you spoke about of older singles is they are great people. You meet people who are brilliant. You meet people who are so not like you. And you're like amazed by these people. But sometimes I just don't want to be with other people, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want to meet new people. I don't have interest in that. I just want to have my friends and move on. But then you're like that weirdo in the corner who doesn't have friends Right? Like, who do you hang out with? So then you have to make that, like, balance of, like, new relationship with new people who really you have nothing in common with besides for the fact that you're all older singles versus your actual real friends who you don't have time to keep in touch with because they're super busy taking care of their husbands, kids, and family. So there's that equation. I think at this point where we're seeing such an explosion of singles older singles and numbers it's like let's maybe kind of realize that you know there is a problem but it's not a disease yeah it's not a disease like people can still live a normal life and don't just flock them with oh by you it's gotta happen the worst the worst let's not bring it up let's just not bring it up you know, I agree with Mrs. Nymark when she came on. I always bring her up, you know, but like I agree, like like we definitely have a problem. There's definitely something going on here. And I think it's it's like we gotta reevaluate where our where we are as a as a community and people, an individual. Like we gotta get to a better place. But at the same time, it's like let's not make it like like your crisis. Don't make it your crisis. Don't make it your crisis. Like this person, they're gonna they're gonna be hurt. They're going to be affected either way, like either way. And you don't need to remind them. <laughs> we, don't, let's, we remind ourselves daily. We're okay, people. It's like in, uh, it's like in that movie, I think it was Boran, and he's like, yeah, let's just like, you know, get all the uh, the single people and like just round them all up. I think they were talking about special needs. And they're like, hey, we'll just send them to an island. We'll just send them to an island to be all together. And, you know, like, you know, that, maybe that might work, actually. Mm. You know what I also hate? I hate older single events 
because they're trying to make them like super cool. This one's going to be different yeah. than all the, the the younger ones. You guys are the older, cooler ones. And they're just, I think they're even worse than the younger Way ones. Worse. Way worse. Right? Way they're like, worse. it's going to be mixed, not separate seating because you guys can handle the mixed seating. Yeah. And you're like, I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I went to one where they put you on a long table. When I talk about like a long table, like, like a, like a 20 footer table. And they made everyone get up one by one, stand up, say your name, say how, not your age, say what you were looking for, and then say some, you know, cute remark about yourself. And I'm like, this is horrendous. Why is this a better idea? Like, try, stop trying to make us feel good about ourselves and just do whatever you do with the regular younger crowd and we'll be okay. Yes, the regular crowd. Yeah. <laughs> like we're the babies. So, we're so different. I, I know, I know. Um, I, I'd like to kind of go into a little train of thought here. So, like various factors, like with with older dating. There's the age difference, which is which is imperative. You know, for the for the daters out there, it, there are a few. I guess there are some who are going to want to date a younger girl. A guy's going to want to date a girl who's younger. Girl who is, girl's gonna want to date a guy who's older. That is a little bit too caught up for me in old ways. I don't think it's such a thing anymore. I think you want to kind of relate to the person. And uh, in many cases, I found that older going out with someone who's your age, a guy's a guy going out with a girl's their age or a little bit older, might have a problem. Like a girl, the girl's gonna have a problem with going out with a guy who's a little younger. I hate. No? I hate dating guys who are younger than me. I, re- I oh, really so she it. admits it. So she admits oh, I it. Oh, out. I knew it. I oh, say oh, it what, straight. What There's nothing I to hide. People, see, I am right. Do you like dating older women? I am women? right here. People, see, oh, oh, oh. everyone's he like. He finally got one thing right in his life. People, let's give it to yes, him. Yes, yes, I got. No, but seriously, do you do you do you like dating older women? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, they don't always give me the chance because being younger, you know. And the the thing is, is like it's it's kind it's it, it becomes tough to connect with someone who's a lot younger than you. And I don't mean that disrespectfully, young ladies who are out there who might be in their early twenties. It's just there's there's an age gap, you know, and there's already a there's a very there's a very different generation, and it's a very there's a generational break right now. Maybe let's say twenty five and younger, and then twenty five to like forty. You know, I'm more in common with women who are. Like you, wait, you got to put older. a space in between twenty five to forty. There's a, there's a big jump over there. There is a big jump, but in turning like in terms of like generation wise, we're kind of in the same generation. Not like you know people. I'm saying in in terms of when we're single, like we're in the same generation here. Like we grew up with you know AOL dial up. Right, right. Netscape, okay, I get what you're saying. Uh, you know, like we remember when Netflix was on DVDs. Like <laughs> like there are probably a hundred Fakakta podcasts out there on this stuff. Like you yeah, could find yeah, yeah. it. Also, right. when we're talking about older and younger, we don't mean like six months, you know, oh, three uh, months oh, younger. Oh. We mean like two, three years She's younger. three months older. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. gosh. <gasps> what are my friends going to think? <laughs> of course, like for me, it's always about the person. It doesn't matter what age, older, younger. Right. But we do give our, we do give ourselves certain things that we'll say no to because otherwise you're inundated with girls or guys. Well, what do you think are standards. some of the m- most common reasons for older girls why we don't date younger men? Well, even Bakhlal, even Bakhlal in general, like just what are the top reasons there? Not there. What are the top responses? Like it's no, 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 no. I mean, for guys, I could tell you, 
looks, looks, looks. You know, looks is a big thing. And I think, you know, looks is a big thing. And I think guys, as they get older, I think age is a bit more of a factor uh, for sure. Because age they, up or age down now? You get older, you want So older. I would get some very specific in that. I, you know, it's it's tough because guys still like, you know, when you're when you're an older guy, you're kind of like, wow, like, do I have my life? To, I don't know. Do I? I don't know. And like, if you're 31 and you're 31, you're a guy and now you're going to go with a 30 year old girl kind of thinking, well, like, is she, what is she expecting from me? Like, what is she like? Does she need answers? Like, does she want to know like what I've been doing? Like with my life? Yes. I don't know. I think they kind of gets intimidated by that. And, and it, a girl, it's different. Like a girl can just be, you know, Oh, you know, I've been involved in chesed and I'm cooking and you know, graduate school, all these things. There's more pressure on that guy for that. So I think, I think as a guy gets older, I could just see it. Like it just literally turns into looks age, looks and age. You know, that's that the background's just, you kind of get used to it. They blend together so much. You're like, you know, what's going to work, what's not going to work. So you're kind of using that experience. Um, I, I, first of all, I hear what you're saying about like the pressure, but honestly, in the society that we grow up with, it's the men have more pressure. You need to be providing for your family. So if, if you can't handle that pressure at 30, 31, um, that's going to be a no from me dog, right? Oh, so you're saying money is a big factor here. Uh, stability. <laughs> I'm not saying money. I come with my own money, man. I'm good. Oh, well that's, you know what? That's. This is what Mrs. Neymar was saying. I'm just going back to like, Mrs. Neymar said it. Gonna say Mrs. <laughs> is it going to be in the test? Mrs. Neymar yeah, said Mrs. it. Neymar said it. She, it is on the test. Actually. Um, so as a girl, what I'm looking for is stability. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean monetarily stability, but it means stability in life. Can you hold a job? Can you care for something? Do you have the headspace to care for me? Because if you can't care for your career or you can't care for your job or whatever that is, I don't think you can care for another person in your life. So what is this getting me dating you? Like, why would I want to get married to you? What, what, what's our partner? What's our relationship? What's our partnership? That's a huge factor in our lives. Like we grow up, um, most of us grew up thinking, okay, I'm going to get married and then I'm going to have children and bring up my children. And that's my number one goal. Go base Yaakov. And we are not supposed to be working and caring for. So that is as a guy, your job to care for us. So, and the older we get and the more independent we are, Honestly, guys, grow up. Oh, well, yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, you're right. Girl has to kind of start learning how to take care of herself, um, providing for herself. And, and that does absolutely kind of shake things up a bit for the guy to come in and kind of like swoop. Yeah, we're not so needy. You're not so needy anymore. Yeah. yeah. Which is the problem. Right. We learn how to depend on ourselves and and not on other people. And by the way, I think now there's, now, say, take it this in the, I think it's the other way for the guy, that the guy may become too needy because, he emotionally really is looking for someone. And, yeah. And, and it takes more of a, a toll on a guy. And emotion, if someone can't really open up emotionally, then you're like, okay, I can, you know, um, providing for someone monetarily is also another way to take care of somebody. But if we're providing ourselves because we have careers and we have jobs and stuff like that, it's 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 an, it's kind of a negative, you know, for us females. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're too comfortable. We're too okay with saying, yes, you're not giving me money. You're not giving me the emotional space that I need or whatever it is. So no. Move on. And this is that advantage that the younger younger singles have yeah. is that you can just go off base. You can base it off potential. Yeah. He's applying to this school. He he's has such dreams. I always he's look in the rest yeshiva year. <laughs> oh my god! Like it goes. You know, you're you're just your heart's flying. You know, and it's just not the case when you when you're getting older. Like actual life 
happens. Yeah. And in literally, I'm not 99 cases out of 100, you kind of end up like the conventional yid. <laughs> it's reality. Yeah. Do you ever look back at your first date and think, oh my God, if this was the olden days, I would be married to my first guy, right? The parents were like, oh, it's a shidduch. And like, I'm not the same person in the slightest bit, yet I'm the same person. I and know. it's crazy to imagine me being married to, you know, what's his face? Yeah. Yeah. What do you say? Um, thank God I date and <laughs> didn't marry yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm saying is I think Shidduchim is actually a bracha in many ways, and you have to take it that way. God is giving, God is doing, he's creating you. He's creating you. world's not going to make sense. It's not supposed to make sense. You're certainly able to question it. You're certainly able to try to make sense of things. But you got to know that this is this is making you. And you know what? That's really the only way to take it. That doesn't mean you can't cry. Cry. Be upset. So when I look back at my first Shidduch date ever, which Sprintz of Sprintzenberg. Oh, God, that's Sprintz of Sprintzenberg. She's I remember her. She's gorgeous. <laughs> anyway, right? Like my first Shidduch date ever. I'm like, wow, I was such a baby. What did I know? I didn't know anything. I, I thought, oh, my God. But that's honestly where the hashkafa comes in. It comes into play. It comes into it. Like your hashkafa, um, the hashkafic upbringing, your 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 general upbringing. You know that has an effect in kind of like you know where you're starting from. You're so you're not you a know? complete person, and you're literally still. You're a baby. not. Yeah, you're you not. And, and that's and that's are. a difference. And that you know that's a difference in the generation where. You know, my friends who got married young, that's what they needed. They might have been perfect or not perfect, but they needed to be married in order to kind of develop into a human being. Yeah, they grew together. Right? Uh, for us single people, oh, contraire. Like, it's just <laughs> like, wow, we got to we're, we're gotta find rebellion. We got to find friends. We're going to make mistakes. Da, 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 da. Now, you have less to lose in that sense, which is good. But I would argue with that and say, honestly, Nah, we have a lot more to lose. You have yourself to lose. You know, when you're you're in it with someone, you're like, oh my god. And you I become very guarded, like you said. You have yourself to lose. So you just put up those like. Oh yeah, the bull comes out. You know. So why is that? Let me ask you, because I feel like older girls, the wall gets higher. The wall gets so high. How do you? How? Why do you think it's happening with the girls? And how can girls? You know, what your message could be to these women out there to. You gotta, you gotta lo less lower that wall. You gotta start tearing it down uh, to let someone in. Otherwise, it's not gonna happen. Well, as women, we're more emotional, right? And the longer you date, <laughs> yeah. uh, the longer you date, the more and the the longer you, you haven't found your partner that everyone is talking about. It's the greatest feeling in the world that you found that person. The more insecure you come about yourself and as human beings we don't want to feel insecure about ourselves we want to love ourselves so i feel like you just kind of shut that little part off in your brain and you don't want anybody to get too close to you to knock that down because what's if you start feeling that feeling of ooh and then it's it goes nowhere you get much more hurt when you like invest in those feelings which is a shame because if you're dating, you need to be emotionally available to somebody. But we're not interested in giving it on date number one, two, and three because we've been there, done that a million times over. We've been doing this since we're like 18. You guys start at 2021, 20, mm -hmm. right? And then you become emotionally capable and mature at like 25. So really, Agreed. you've been doing it for like <laughs> a half a year, right? Versus right, us. Right, like every time right. we go out, we're like, this is the one. What do you mean? When I when I came at a seminary, I literally thought that plane is going to touch down on the tarmac. I'm going to walk out. 
and I'm going to get married. So, <laughs> and it doesn't happen and it doesn't happen across the board and nobody talks to you about these things. All they talk about is you're getting married. The second, you know, you come home, you get married, you have kids and that's it. Nobody talks about that, like that gray area of when you don't get married, except for the Nobody Talks to Dechem podcast. Yeah, but, we do. But nobody, nobody mentions it. Nobody talks about it because it's just not something we talk about. It does. It is not some. Well, you know, there's there's no general game plan for it. Is a thing because, you know, what we had in terms of this, uh, just to give a little history lesson here for um, shidduchs, the shidduch people out there. You know, yeah. We basically there was always someone in the family who just didn't end up getting married. It's not like this never happened. But it was a know? weirdo. But it was so. It was right. I mean, they became a weirdo, and I think it was a little bit more clear that that person was weird but we everyone never else them, was able to find someone we never knew them normal so we're always like no no that was the weirdo person yeah. i can't be yes. that yes and that's why it's so dreadful for us uh, to, to look at like oh my god like I, I can't i can't be great Aunt ida yeah i can't be great uncle ira the one that comes and everyone's like oh you know? why are they here <laughs> yeah they come you know they're they're just they're at you know hanukkah they're at the hanukkah table you know and like they eat all the jelly donuts they, they bring you the they, worst gifts ever. Gifts. They they pull out the smelliest, nastiest looking dreidels, like three hundred years old. And they don't leave. They're like, oh, and they don't leave. We're gonna, you know what? Let's just stay for yeah. Shabbos because yeah. they have nowhere to go. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. I have that with Avery. <laughs> that was a genuine laugh, by the way. <laughs> she was laughing there. Uh, so that's the fear there. There's that's the mm -hmm. complacency where we just don't want to be that kind of person. But honestly. Obviously, it started building up, and I know there's this Lakewood study out there that actually, this is probably one of the more legit studies I've ever seen. They you say a Lakewood study. So when I say Lakewood, I mean BMG. Okay. And because uh, you know Lakewood is under the auspices of BMG, and they got their top shot, ter their top shot Hunnam to do a survey, um, and uh, the shot Hunnam hired literally like one of the top universities in America <laughs> to do this. They're like, we're paying money for this. And they found so it's a legit it's a legit study. Okay. They found that the more discrepancies one has in their hashkafa or their religious orientation, the tougher it is for them to find their spouse, to find a Bashar, to get married. And that has a lot of influence if you think about it, going from one neighborhood to another neighborhood. That's why in some neighborhoods there is a shit of crisis, some there isn't. I know all my out of town friends got married pretty quickly they had a they really they it happened pretty fast for them you know right. because why because like it was such it was just there was a hashkafa i guess that you know everyone had so they kind of like married each other and then they married you know someone else from the other neighborhood i actually hear what you're saying i feel like out of town where they move yeah. for a purpose they move to new york or they're yeah. right now my only focus is to get married and that's what i have to do yeah see there and see, that's it i was I, I, ah. epiphany moment here and uh, and if you go like you know, mentioned Lakewood, you your know, purpose is to get married. Done. Done. Okay. And now I'm moving. <laughs> and I'm going on. You know, lech lecha meyartzacha. This week's part. What? Well, actually, two weeks ago. Part. Whatever. Whatever. It's 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 important. You know that if you feel like this week's part is lech lecha, it's lech lecha. Okay. If good. it applies to you, you're a Jew. <laughs> so you know, overall, overall, you know, kind of thoughts on this. Um, I just want to pick up where I was. Yeah. So I think the Hashkafic issue is a big, mega, mega challenge. You know, there are floaters in Hashkafa. Like, you got to really decide to choose um, at a certain point, who do I want to identify with? That doesn't make, that doesn't mean that you have to put yourself in a box. Doesn't mean you have to be like this. But, you know, there's the modern Orthodox community where, 
there are very little home runs. There's very a lot of openness. And the more from side of it, you know, you have the more why you from crowd. Uh, that's a modern orthodox side. The yeshivish side, or the machmir side, you know, you have yesh- all the way from you know being modern orthodox to uh to, you know machmir, you know machmir yeshivish machmir to uh, to yeshivish modern. You know, maybe like you're more open minded in many ways. You kind of have to figure out you know where you sit and your hashkafa. And that is a very big help. Now, that gets harder as you get older because you kind of deviate, you, you know, away from it. You know, you don't have Shiva being on top of you. Don't have a seminary being on top of you. Girl doesn't have the chevra to keep up with anymore. You know, they're having babies. They're not too, they're not too much focused on them. So these are those, these are these obstacles where you got to really try to figure out where is your place? Who are you? Stick to, stick to where you are. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the kind of breakdown of it. Yeah, and we don't, I mean, as humans, we don't like to be boxed into one place. And I hear that it gets... I'm gets, okay with it, honestly. At this you? point, I'm like, I'm, just, I'm, like, I'm okay. At least <laughs> Whatever you, could, you categorize me. At least me I can fit in somewhere, you know? <laughs> Somebody accept <laughs> me. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, that's basically, I think this was, a, this was a fun conversation with the older singles. I don't know. We'll figure out a better name, maybe. <laughs> but the, the com- elite. Conversation with the experienced daters. And uh, let's get to our... Hey, listeners, it's IJ from the Nobody Talks Shaduchim Podcast. I want to take a moment to tell you about Greenpoint Podcast Studio. It's where we record. We record there every single episode. It is a beautiful, newly renovated, brand new, right in the heart of Greenpoint in Brooklyn. And it's basically a little bit close to Williamsburg, just a few minutes from Flatbush, Borough Park. If you're in Queens, it's close to there. And hey, if you're in the five towns or New York City, it's just a quick 25 to 35 minute drive away. So you can follow them or get in touch with them by going to to greenpointpodcaststudio.com to book your next podcast session. Kind of chatted a lot. It was a fun conversation. That was very fun. Thank you, Rosie, for joining me. Anytime. Uh, you know, after like, you know, last week's episode, great, phenomenal. It was, it was like it was yesterday. <laughs> I think, honestly, as you know, it, it's kind of like, weird stance here because you know i'm in the shit of podcast i love the shit but this podcast helps people this podcast helps older singles uh to vent to let it out to see I, that other people are having the same experience yeah as you. people are there are i'm telling you y'all y'all out there people there are so many i mean i have a few roommates i have a few okay i have one other roommate. <laughs> you know, like, I, I've, I've had many roommates i have friends like and i know people who are going through this right now and you're not alone you're not alone, you know, all that stuff. I would say like this, like, you know, a few takeaways from this whole like experience thing is like, you got to be proactive in taking those right steps. So you're finished, you know, Rosie was talking about at the beginning of the episode, you're finished with college. Now you're starting a job. You're working at this job for four or five years. Okay. Let's, maybe it's time to move out of the house, move out of the house. Get a roommate. Get a roommate. You know, make it, that's a tough thing itself. Get a roommate. Go with that. Just take the right steps towards life, or at least these steps that you know where that are where, that are seem like to be the right the right steps seem to be the right points. Take them. Try to go in the same direction. Um, at the same because it'll build you up as a person. It'll build your confidence up. It'll maintain your you know focus, which is good. 
uh, on the women's side, it could be a little different. Be a little different. Maybe if you want to go back to school, do something. Uh, maybe you want to uh, get involved in a chesed, or you know what? Maybe you want to focus on you time. You time is good as well. Um, whatever you got to do to make you know, like like appreciate that time. And be proud of it when you do find the right person. Say, this is what I did during my single years. Yeah. And I'm really so okay with it. Let's not just wait to get married. Let's live our lives to the fullest that we can and be proud of ourselves. That we're doing things and stuff and whatever it is. Even if it's just painting. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make a difference. Mm -hmm. You are not, well, I mean, we're waiting. But we're not putting our life on hold because we're waiting. Even if it's donating to the shitpodcast.com website. Okay? <laughs> the GoFundMe. Yes, it's up there. <laughs> I think there are people not to talk to, for sure. Like, honestly, like, don't talk to friends who got married on the second date. <laughs> so the second date, first girl. Yeah. There, you know, there are some people to stay away from. I think negativity is a big thing. You know, stay away from those people who are being a bit negative. From stay it. away from the older negative singles. Oh, yeah. Stay yeah. away. Yeah, very. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very there. It's tough. You know, you because can't. Because you, you, once you you're in that environment, it's very hard to walk away from it. And you don't yeah. realize how they like skew your judgment. And now you have become one of them. It's literally my one of my worst fears. Oh, my God. Rosie, oh, you're becoming <laughs> one. It beat you. Ah. It's so scary to become an older, bitter single. Yes, yes, yes. I, I know. <laughs> so uh, the, the, this is very true. This is very true. Okay, good. I hope everyone has uh, taken away. This has been a cordial conversation with right? experienced daters. We, even, Rosie, we didn't even fight once. Rosie and IJ, uh, another episode. Happy face, smiley face, silly face. This is the Nobody Talk Shit Up Podcast. Alchi's Media Network.